I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight we hear the story of Nathan Soderblom, the Archbishop of Uppsala, and a great ecumenist of the Church. Let us quiet our hearts before God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 20 on page 290 of the prayer book. May the Lord hear you in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend you, send you help from the sanctuary, and strengthen you out of Zion. Remember all your offerings and accept your burnt sacrifice. Grant you your heart's desire and accomplish all your plans. We will rejoice in your salvation and triumph in the name of the Lord our God. May the Lord grant you all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord helps his anointed and will answer him from his holy heaven, even with the saving strength of his right hand. Some put their trust in horses, some in chariots, but we put our trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we will arise and stand upright. O Lord, save the King and hear us when we call upon you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Tonight I want to tell you a story about a man named Nathan Soderblom. Born in 1866, he became the Lutheran Archbishop of Uppsala in Sweden from 1914 to 1931. He died in office. He was an ecumenist, which means he was working to build unity between different Christian traditions, seeking unity as his first priority. He built strong friendships with many Anglican bishops, including George Bell and William Temple. And ecumenism, the unity of the church, was his greatest passion, not just because he happened to be a friendly person, but because he was a good theologian. See, what Nathan understood was that unity is a theological imperative, not an option. In John 17, verse 11, Jesus, in his high priestly prayer, says these words, Holy Father, keep them in your name which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. As he published in 1923, why are the disciples to be one in the Father and the Son? The answer is that the world may believe that God did send Christ. Christian unity is imperatively needed that the world may see and acknowledge the Lord. Our divisions crucify him anew. They expose him to derision and contempt. Our divisions are not merely a drawback, they are a crime. Unity is not a beautiful idea. It is Christ's plain commandment and our unconditional duty. The desire for unity is not a fashion, a phenomenon of the time, nor a pious wish whereby men seek to control from themselves and others the hard reality the cleft which history and the world crisis of our time have driven between men. No, unity is a sacred obligation. It was providential that Nathan Soderblom was consecrated just as Europe's Christian nations went to war in 1914. And throughout the war and afterwards, Nathan worked tirelessly to gather church leaders to build unity and peace. In 1925, for example, he brought together the Life and Work Conference in Stockholm, Sweden. It was the first time that French and German church leaders put aside their differences to come together to pray and discuss and to commit themselves to the greater task of unity. In fact, in 1930, the year before he died, Nathan Soderblom was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for contributions to international peace and cooperation. And one of the questions I think about when I look at Nathan Soderblom's life is, how did he find the perseverance to keep going during such turbulent times? He was seeking unity between church traditions as Christian nations were at war with each other. I mean, talk about a turbulent environment to be tempted constantly to give up this call to unity, this call that he had on his heart. I wonder if he found perseverance because of some kind of naive optimism or some kind of overconfidence in his own abilities in political persuasion. But truly, I believe that no, his perseverance was grounded in the power of the living God. This was a major theme for his writing. He believed that God was living and active in the world through his church. And it's interesting when you listen to how Nathan Soderblom describes the character of a saint on this 
Praying with the Saints podcast. Here's what he says about a saint. He says, a saint is he who reveals God's might. Saints are those who show clearly and plainly in their lives and deeds and in their very being that God lives. This was true of Nathan Soderblom himself. In his life and in his work and in his very being, he made it plain that the same God who had made peace with the world through the cross of Jesus Christ was living and active in the church, even in turbulent times. This is the story of Nathan Soderblom, the story of an ordinary saint God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering saints today. Let's confess what we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Colic for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, Give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. A collect for aid against perils. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night.
for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A Night Prayer Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. Pity the afflicted. Shield the joyous. And all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude by giving thanks to God for the life of Nathan Soderblom. Almighty God, we give you thanks for the ministry of Nathan Soderblom, who labored that the Church of Jesus Christ might be one. Granted, we, instructed by his teaching and example, and knit together in unity by your Spirit, may ever stand firm upon the one foundation, which is Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.